Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where every week we talk about a different Pokemon and read all of their Pokedex entries and discuss and analyze and kind of roll around in the weird lore of the Pokemon universe as described by the games. Um, we roll around in it until we're <laughs> filthy. Yes. Their their crimes. Mm. Um, and before we uh, get into the Pokemon we're talking about today, I want to talk about one thing. Gigantamax <laughs> is a word yeah. that I have to hold in my brain now. Yeah. Uh, Really kind of unreasonable of them. Um, <laughs> Gigantamax and Dynamax are both features of the new Pokemon game. Yes. Sword and Shield. It's been announced. Just just revealed the fresh new video. Uh, with some, some new Pokemon, some new characters, some new gym leaders. Uh, but, but first and foremost, there's a giant cake. And it's only achievable through... The phenomenon known as Gigantamax, which I'm gonna chuckle at least a little bit, like every time I say it for at least a while. I don't know. <laughs> Gigantamax. It's just so, so we already silly. had we had Dynamax, which mm-hmm. was your Pokemon turns giant and then fights other giant Pokemon. Right. Now we've got Gigantamax, which is the same thing except it changes their appearance. Yeah. Am I? Do I read that correctly? That and they also get a special G Max move. Great. Um, so they're kind of taking a little bit of Mega Evolution and Z Crystal, kind of, and Dynamax, I guess, and kind of molding them all into one right, super yeah. feature. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. Um, I think it's. I, I I had assumed the game was like. Dynamax was going to be the thing and the only thing, um, right. so I'm glad they're adding a little more. Uh, they do kind of note in some on the website when they're talking about it that it's going to be a rare and uh, hard to achieve thing. Like hmm. you, can, you can find Gigantamax like Max raid battles, it says and stuff. So hmm. I'm worried it's going to be kind of gated off for a, a single player plebe like myself. Yeah, I mean, we'll see, but that's, that's certainly not encouraging. Um, I mean, it's kind of a cool idea. I like the, you know, I think that they give themselves a lot of good opportunities to, like, play in the design space and be like, how can we make this sort mm-hmm. of a, make it, not just make it bigger, but, like, what would be a cool way to change its appearance that goes well with it being gigantic, you know? Yeah. I think th- I think it's it's a cool idea. I hope that it's not, you know only available if you're playing with four other people or something like that. Yeah, or some like, you know, post-game only type thing. But we'll see. Um, Details to be revealed. Um, There was was a handful of new Pokemon revealed in addition to their like Gigantamax forms, but just kind of going through the list quickly. The first one was Alcremie, which is a fairy type. It is the cream Pokemon, and it's kind of it just... looks to be a pile of whipped cream. Yes, um, much like uh, I believe Vanillish, 
the other Pokemon <laughs> oh, yeah, the, that is that is just ice cream. <laughs> that is yeah, just cream. Uh, I think it even has the same designer. I heard, um, but sure, it's kind of cute, How but also they? like it's. I don't. It's food. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, and um, I don't know if you did any um, any reading on the little website there. Oh yeah. Uh, but Alcremi says, um, where is it? Alcremi can produce whipped cream, which becomes richer the happier Alcremi is feeling. Desserts yep. made using this cream are invariably delicious, so many pastry chefs strive to have an Alcremi as their partner. Produce cream or produce is it produces. Cream. I mean, apparently it is. It clear pretty clearly is cream, but I guess it's also able to just like produce more. Ugh. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't. It's a little bit distressing, and it's again. They continue to surprise me at every turn by talking about eating Pokemon. <laughs> like, why are you opening that door? You're literally talking about eating this Pokemon or just the cream that it produces, which is like sort of weirdly sexual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very like it's it's a better design than vanillish, I think, but it's still food and I don't want to battle food like I mean, I don't want to like battle Pokemon, like make them fight or anything, but I don't want to, I just want to eat food. I don't want to, <laughs> but I don't want to eat living food. It's yeah, it's, it's a weird conundrum that I don't like having. Um, but I guess, I guess here we are. Uh, the, uh, the, the Gigantamax Al Creamy is uh, a big cake. Um, mm hmm it looks pretty cool. It is it's like uh, a tiered cake. It is ninety-eight and a half feet tall. Oh wow! Making it the tallest Pokemon on record. Yeah, I mean Gigantamax is gonna kind of mess with those those figures. I th I think. Yeah, it's uh, some of its uh, descriptions on here say that the cream pouring out of its body hardens when subjected to impacts. The stronger the impact, the harder it becomes. Makes it very resistant to alchemical attacks. It says the the giant berry decorations on its body are hard as diamonds. Okay. Most well, attacks won't even leave a scratch. I guess it's not really food then, huh? I, I don't know. Um, it says it has super high calorie missiles uh, that it surrounds God damn it. itself with to attack high its opponents. High calorie missiles. Any Pokemon that touches this cream will be filled with energy and euphoria, but at the same time, oh. will fall into a state of complete confusion. <laughs> so these, uh... They'll just get you wicked high. These, these cream missiles will get you messed up, but... Gigantamax Dreadnought is interesting. I can't really tell what's going on with its head. Yeah, it's kind of hard yeah. to say, because the, the head kind of gets tucked in like snapping turtle but it's also looks like it has a big chin thing yeah. so i don't but i'm because you can kind of see the hinge on the mouth there I'm, I'm assuming it's still in there but uh one of its descriptors is that it has the strength to punch holes through rocky mountains so yeah <laughs> i like <laughs> that's that's distressing um also they've got 
a weight category listed for all three of these Gigantamax Pokemon, oh, yeah. and all of them just say question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't know how much it weighs. It's, a lot. It's like, it's 78 feet tall, but couldn't, it, it broke all the scales. <laughs> so <laughs> We didn't have something big enough. Oh, man. Um, okay, so there was also a Pokemon named Roly Coley introduced which is a rock type. It is the coal Pokemon. And it's a, kind of unclear at first, but I guess it's like it's a rock with a piece of coal kind of lodged in the middle yeah, it's and got, like, poking out. it's got pieces of coal sticking off of it. But it uses it uses the, the coal as kind of like a wheel that, to roll around on surfaces and stuff. Um, according to the website, until about 100 years ago, every household in the Galar region had a roly-coly. And oh. families would use the coal that dropped off its body for cooking and heating their homes. Even in the Again, modern day, it's very popular for outdoor activities. Just using whatever like raw materials your Pokemon is just producing mm-hmm. somehow, yeah, to cook your pastries and power your home. Yeah, they're yeah. really doubling down on the Flintstones <laughs> reality that we I have. Mean, it does say about. like they haven't been kept regularly in homes until a hundred years ago, which. Presumably, they've moved away from coal uh, yeah. as a fuel source. Although, if Pokemon can just kind of produce it naturally, then like maybe coal's... And that's still probably bad. It's still going to produce... Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, um... So yeah, Greenhouse gases. I'm assuming roly is going to evolve into some kind of Pokemon that is bigger and still a ball. I don't know. And probably still coal themed. Yeah, it look it looks too small to, to just be that basic form. Um, last Pokemon they revealed was uh, Duraludon, the uh, alloy Pokemon, which is a steel and dragon yeah. type. We had talked about there maybe being a lot of steel types in this version. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of seems like that might be the case. I'm I'm. <sighs> I'm not especially compelled by a lot of steel types. I feel like they're often just like the cool guy Pokemon. You know? Yeah, steel as a type. Like it's not a. If your Pokemon is all metal, then you can't hug it very yeah. effectively. Um, they just all too often seem to be the sort of bad boys of the Pokemon world. Yeah, very metal. Um, I'm trying to think of a steel Pokemon that I'm really into and. I mean, Caesar was pretty interesting. Yeah, that one definitely cool. Like that one's that one I legitimately am into. Um, and like, it makes me happy that uh, oh, I can't remember what the name of it is. The sword Pokemon. Honedge. It blade. makes me happy that Honedge exists. Like, it's so <laughs> dumb. And yeah, I like it. It's just a sword, and I like it. Yeah, the the kind of ghost element to it is cool. Yeah, um, it's like a haunted sword. Yeah. But uh, Aldurauladon is uh has a light but sturdy body made of metal. It only weighs eighty eight pounds, and it has uh its arms like one of them is kind of concave and convex on the other, and it uses them to grind down rock surfaces for food, apparently. Mm. And they share their habitat with Tyranitar. You can see them battling for territory in the mountains of Galar. Oh, so I remember Tyranitar. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. That's a that's a big boy. Yeah, I guess they're similarly 
matched to Duraludon, but yeah, that's uh, that's all the new Pokemon. I think there was a couple, like one or two other Gigantamax. Like I think Corviknight has some Gigantamax stuff going on. Yes, uh, but. They also talked, they introduced Chairman Rose, which is uh, kind of this, the chairman of like the Pokemon League and kind of, he runs a separate business that like sponsors players and stuff. And that's why, what's his name? The champion has like a bunch of ads for like sponsors on his cape and stuff. You see that on like the, in the stadiums as well. Um, Oleana is like a secretary for the company he works for or something. Uh, And there's, Two new gyms, but they are exclusive to each game. Um, with uh, Bea, the fighting type gym leader in Pokemon Sword, and Alistair, the ghost Pokemon tr- gym leader in Shield. And yeah. I think that's kind of interesting, but also kind of a bummer because I feel like I'm I'm missing out on a cool gym leader by yeah. picking one game or the other. I mean, they've always wanted you to buy both. I guess they're just doing a slightly better job of making that pitch. Yeah. I, I think, guess. yeah, I don't know. It. It's kind of cool, I guess, to make the two games more distinct from each other. But, like, yeah, it does feel like you're just kind of missing out on stuff. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd prefer a distinct that doesn't feel as exclusive, I guess. I don't know, mm. like... I can still trade, you know, Pokemon that I can't get in this one, but yeah, I can't trade it. You will leader. not be able to fight that gym leader unless you, yeah, buy presumably. The game. In which case, you're just you're you're playing a separate character, right? I mean, it's not like you can import your character to unless they no. made that a feature. Yeah, not as not as of yet, but I don't know. Anyway, I don't, I don't, I don't trust them. I'm I'm <sighs> guessing that any any number, either Chairman Rose or Oleana oh, is yeah. going to be some sort of villain, I think. Yeah, it, it might be that, or it might be more like how Sun and Moon had the Aether Foundation and Team Skull, which, like, Team Skull was obviously, like, bad, but Aether Foundation was kind of good, but also bad, but still kind yeah. of good. Yeah, yeah. So. Skull was, like, the obvious goons. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm but, with you. Yeah, and it was it was interesting. I think with like the Aether Foundation being very much more like privileged villains, where like Team School kind of feels like disenfranchised villains. It's yeah. Uh, there was there was some nuance to it, but we'll see what they do with come November. See who wants to destroy the planet this time. Rebuild it anew. Free all Pokemon. Gig- Gigantamax all Pokemon. Yeah, probably some sinister Gigantamax plans in place. Oh, man. The new Detective Pikachu with with the villain who wants to Gigantamax himself. <laughs> yeah. Gigantamax forever. I will be like Godzilla. <laughs> oh, shucks. Um, so that's, that's, uh, that's, that's your quick... Uh, uh, take Sword on and the, Shield update. The Sword and Shield news, yeah. Um, we'll we'll keep you posted on that stuff as it comes up and as we have time. Um, 
as it stands, we do have time because uh, the the Starly Evolution Chain is a is a it's a newer one, so there's not a ton of entries. Yeah. Um, but speaking of which, since we did talk about Starly last week, that means we're talking about Starly's evolution, Staravia. It is number three hundred and ninety-seven. It is a normal flying type, and it is still the Starling Pokemon. It's about two feet tall, and it weighs thirty-four point two pounds. Um, so hefty bird. Um, yeah, and it's uh, it's reached probably my uh, my favorite particular stage of evolutions in general that kind of adolescent teenager middle stage <laughs> uh, which yeah i love so much and uh, as they often do it's got a weird little hairdo now mm-hmm. it's got a little like cresting wave of feather i guess on top of its head a little curly yeah. cue on top looking very fashionable yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's also... gotten a little bigger and it's got a big Loop to loop on its head, mm-hmm. and I mean, like, yeah, it's a little like its head is a little more pronounced, so it's not just like kind of a little ball with wings. Um, right, it's not just a little bird ball um, anymore. And it's got very clear, uh, flat kind of eyebrow going on. I don't know if it's just marking. It looks to kind of vary um, in some of these pictures, but. The main uh, original art is very, very much uh, uh, a starling with attitude, uh, <laughs> and I like that. I like that that weird, awkward teenager. Don't tell me what attacks to use, mom. Vibe mm-hmm. it gives yes. off. Yes, rebellious. You're rebellious not my real phase. dad. Mm-hmm. You just put me in this ball and made me fight for you. <laughs> Um. Okay. Uh, name origin though is pretty much the same. Yes. Um. Well, it it's Starling plus Avian Staravia. Yeah. Staravi. Which I probably wouldn't have gotten if I hadn't looked it up. But that makes no, sense. No, not really. Um. I guess. Yeah. I guess it seems a little redundant. Starling's a bird. Avian means bird. So it's like yeah. Starling bird. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, we, we get it. It's a Starling. Um, in, uh, I guess, so in Japanese, it's muku bird, which is, again, mukudori means gray starling. So they're doing the same thing. It's a bird bird. (laughs) It's a gray starling bird. A starling bird. And then in English, staravia is like starling bird. Uh, German, also staravia. French, uh, etourval. I don't remember what it was in French for, uh, uh, starling. For Starly, so Etor me, Etor Vol. There's yeah. surely some sort of wordplay going on there. Um, I would assume so. <laughs> Starling in French, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's still kind of got that Starling look, more like an adult Starling, but also there's a bird that Bulbaspedia pointed out, the the northern lopping, which also has the kind of tuft feather curly Q hair thing going on. Yeah, it looks very silly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does. But almost as silly as Staravia. Yeah, but it's real. Well, let's see just how uh, silly Staravia can get. Mm. 
Well, our first entry is going to be from Diamond Version, and it says, It flies around forests and fields in search of bug Pokemon. It stays within a huge flock. Gotta find those bugs. Gotta get those bugs. Uh, this is pretty similar to what we heard about Starly. Yeah, so they describe large flocks in Starly, and they say they flock around mountains and fields chasing after bugs. So we've we've moved from away from mountains, mountains. and fields to forests and fields. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe forests are the true good hunting grounds, and Staravia mm-hmm. chase off all the Starly. And maybe when they evolve into Staraptor, they they go hang out and retire in the mountains where the newborns <laughs> are born from their eggs. Yeah, yeah, that's why Starly is there. So forests are where the where the Star Staravias are doing all the hustle and bustle of proper adult careerhood or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> They're in the rat race. Um, I want to take a moment. This is not really related to the entry that we just read, but um, I went to the zoo the other day. Oh. And uh, I read an informational plaque about how birds have hollow bones. And mm-hmm. it was basically like, if you know, if you if you took a regular bird and made it like human sized, like five six feet tall, it would still only weigh like it was something like fifty pounds or like less than that, less than that. It was like I can't remember the exact number, but it was like very low. It was like fifteen pounds or something like that. Um, so the fact that all of these birds in Pokemon are like twenty, thirty, forty pounds. <laughs> Is like they shouldn't be able to fly, but they. We also keep reading all this stuff about how they have incredibly powerful wings, mm-hmm. and you know they can use like flying type moves to like damage people. So, my theory is that Pokemon are are super duper strong, winged, and can do flying type moves because they have to in order to carry their their bulk. You know. <laughs> Right. They're way larger than the Pokemon, than the birds that we know. They're yeah. way heavier. And the, anyway, the birds that very well may exist in the Pokemon world as well as normal birds, but mm-hmm. um, these are special, special large birds that I guess are just power birds. Yeah, power birds. So but, anyway, that's that's been my 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 theory corner. My will went to the zoo. I'm still uh, kind of segment. stuck on this image in my head of a. Of a bird uh, transformed into a, a person with super hollow bones and is very light, and it's a very upsetting image in my head. I mean, it doesn't have to be person shaped. Just like well, that's what the, the description evoked for me, and I don't think that's what they're going for. But that's that's where I'm at now. So, uh, so okay, still, it has a it has a couple habitats. It lacks bug Pokemon, and it's uh, still still. Congregating in, in large numbers, yeah. Hasn't hasn't uh, gone all lone wolf on us as I was thinking might happen, happen no, but not, not yet. yet. Our next entry is Pearl version and says, It lives in forests and fields. Squabbles over territory occur when flocks collide. Ooh. So, this is what they it's have like loyalty. When flocks collide. <laughs> this is what it sounds like. When starlings cry, um, <laughs> they have loyalty to to particular flocks. 
and then the flocks. Because I remember when they were starlies, they were they were bickering amongst each other within their own flock if their right. flock got too big. So this maybe, is full on like turf war between two flocks. Yeah, they, they've unified, but they also have made enemies. They've mm. they've split, you know. Right or yeah, possibly their the Starly flock got big enough, and the infighting within the Starly flock got so intense that they split into two flocks. So now we've got now they the fight. Twitter flock and the Reddit flock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is really just a very argumentative and uh, sort of hostile bird. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's one that likes to to squabble, as they say, uh, squabble and bicker. And you stridently. know, with Starly, I could kind of forgive that because it was exceedingly cute. But uh... <laughs> Stravia's got more of a. I don't know. It's I'm not as charming. It's still by cute it. in the sense of like you don't know how dumb you look, bird. <laughs> uh... It looks just... Uh, its animated sprite, like, bounces up and down, and its little head thing just, like, wobbles back and forth. <laughs> it looks so stupid. Oh, shucks. Staravia. It's, uh... It's those, it's those awkward teen years. Uh, they'll, they'll pass. Just just wait. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been, uh... Been watching Stranger Things and oh, just shucks. thinking about how Speaking teens are... Teens are so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh man. We want to alienate our our teen audience. I'm sure you're <laughs> get out I'm of here, sure teens. You're, you're great teens who aren't listening to this podcast. No. Um. But okay, yeah. Still, still not a ton of info from these that we didn't already have. These dang entries. They're. they're Ruby and Sapphire aren't around to, to give us I know, the info to we bolster need. us. Uh, or and we they... don't have Sun and Moon for any exceedingly weird stuff because they didn't mm-hmm. show up in those games. It's uh This is uh certainly the barest plate that we have had so far. Yeah, um It'll get it'll get worse before the end. Um we'll we'll meet some even less ones that we'll have to really stretch for, but Yeah. Let's Well uh, um yeah, all right. Lives in forest and field. Squabbles over territory occur when flocks collide. All right. Yeah. Our next one is from Platinum Version. And it says, Recognizing their own weakness, they always live in a group. When alone, a Storavia cries noisily. That's, uh, a, that's a big mood. <laughs> <laughs> Just noisily cries. Uh. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm weak. I can't. <laughs> can't and I make recognize it on my own. It. Help me. So I guess uh, hasn't gotten any stronger. Uh, well, not. I mean, maybe it's gotten stronger, but not enough not to be considered weak. Yeah. By its own self uh, judgment, self analysis. Which sure, sure, maybe it's it... got some self esteem issues, but. <laughs> It, yeah. The Pokédex seems I don't to understand. Agree yeah, right. Exactly. Recognizing their own weakness. Like, it's kind of acknowledging the weakness of mm-hmm. Staravia as well. But if they are so weak, when they're alone, they cry noisily, which is, I'm sure, a technique to try to get other Staravia to notice it and, like, join a big flock. Right. But it's also a good way to get things that will take advantage of your weakness to know exactly where you are and yeah. come eat you or whatever. I guess the odds of finding another flock might exceed a predator coming to get you. 
Maybe it's also a technique to scare away predators. If you cry loud enough, they'll maybe mm. think a flock is nearby and not mess with that. Um, we also haven't heard anything about what sort of predators Staravia might have, if any. Arbok. I assume. Uh, um, Mr. Mime. <laughs> oh, God. A, a predator to all, just really. Like, yeah, just snatching stuff out Ow. of the air. <laughs> no, he uses No, I mean, arrow. I was just thinking... Uh, <laughs> invisible. Mr. Mime uses tools. He's real. They're invisible um, tools. Yes. He uses... He kills them with psychic arrows. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe they're saying that the, recognizing their own weakness, they, they need a group because they're weak because they like can't catch prey by themselves or something like that mm. kind of weak, you mm. know, but it certainly does seem to imply that they're going to be preyed upon. Yeah. And judging by how uh, weak and puny Caterpie is, I can't <laughs> imagine they have too right. much trouble. How strong do you have to be to eat a Caterpie? Yeah. Really? I guess maybe there's more Butterfree defend, defending them than... Yeah, you need a swarm think, of but... of Staravia to, to chase off the Butterfrees. Yeah, I guess if you kind of... And if you have a flock, you can drive off any other birds who are trying to eat your bugs, your other flocks and stuff, mm-hmm. whether it's other Staravia. Yeah, that's or... the, that is... If you're, if you're a lone Staravia and you come up against a rival flock, they're going to they're gonna chase you off, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. You need to be with your flock that accepts you and will help you eat. Yeah. And we'll upvote your comments. <laughs> oh, boy. Dox your enemies. Oh, no. Butterfree. <laughs> <laughs> Stravia found your address, Butterfree. Hmm. Okay, so still kind of uh, hitting onto that group mentality strength in numbers um loneliness is bad mm-hmm. staravia doesn't know how to be alone no can't function it's not nor a... did starly as far as i can tell they, yeah these these birds live in big big groups for their whole lives not built for solitude not, they just immediately start crying <laughs> <laughs> just you know start start trolling new forums and whatnot, trying to find... Yeah, you know, group. God forbid uh, Starly or Internet Trolls be forced to live with uh, their own introspection for, yeah. a, for a few moments. No, thank and, you. And think about themselves and, <laughs> and when, what they do. Oh, man. Maybe that's what happens with uh, Sir Raptor. I'm very, I'm very curious if that one's going to be grouped up as well. Yeah. Because it It'd be pretty interesting if a Pokemon's final evolution was still considered weak. Yeah, but right. We'll see. As Porygon said, by now it should be perfect. <laughs> we upgraded <laughs> it twice. It should be perfect. Yeah. I I will say that they they dropped the the strident and annoying, you know, parts, and it's just just sounded noisy for uh, yeah for its cry. So. Its cry is like very similar to Starly's though, and yeah. so it's, it would be weird if people were like, "I no longer find this annoying." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is probably it's probably still annoying to whoever wrote that entry, but <laughs> <laughs> it it is it is objectively noisy. Yes, I mean probably by necessity, so it can 
catch those flocks mm-hmm. and troll you. Yes, if you can, if you if you can just like not listen, then that's no good. It no. needs to be loud enough that you can't ignore it. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, if it's too quiet, that's uh, that's censorship. So don't want that. <laughs> this metaphor is getting out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> listen, we're we're digging, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here. <laughs> um, these these birds are they're bad news. Indeed. Um, our next and final entry comes from Heart Gold and Soul Silver, and says they maintain huge flocks, although fierce scuffles break out between various flocks. Fierce scuffles. Huge flocks with fierce scuffles. So you know, kind of falling into the same pitfalls, you know, that humanity does, where we group up because we we recognize our own weakness. Uh, yeah, form groups to kind of survive, um, but we those form subgroups into, within those into groups, conflict. and we get into some fierce scuffles here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's only natural, I guess, that Storasia would follow that pattern. Unfortunately, I like to think that that Pokemon can be better than us. Uh, not this Pokemon. Not this one, apparently. Uh, I think some of them have been, probably. I don't know. Yeah. I guess we we haven't had any... I don't know. Buizel was pretty noble. Yeah, that's even true. Even though I made fun of him a lot. <laughs> I guess Floatzel was the more noble one, but still. Right. Floatzel, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Staravia just getting into knockdown dragouts in those forests and fields. I would I would like to see that. Yeah, I two mean, flocks of Staravia scuffling. Oof, yeah, that sounds pretty cool, actually. Like, and I, I can't imagine there's enough bugs to go around for every bird. So, like, I mean, they have been uh, very quiet about how many. Yes, they're, they're they're huge flocks, but what does that mean? What is huge to yeah, you? Yeah, we are not getting any uh, concrete statistics here. In these entries, which we sometimes do and sometimes don't. It's hard to know, like, numbers of Pokemon that might be in the wild, you know? Mm. But if it's anything like, you know, the the Starling kind of swirls that we've seen, like, which is, you know, hundreds or sometimes thousands of birds, even, like, a hundred, you know, 35-pound, two-foot birds... That's that's pretty terrifying. Yeah, Cause that's, that's like that's a lot of bird mass. Yeah, I don't. Oof. And and then you get two of those flocks fighting each other, and that's clashing into each other. That's that's some uh, that's some epic bird fighting going on. Uh, yeah, I'm saying it'd be pretty cool, but also, yeah, you might want to take cover. Those yeah. are big birds, and they've one of them comes slamming into you by accident. Yeah. Thirty-five pounds. They've got powerful, powerful wings too. If they're keeping up that much mass in the air, like a hundred of those all flapping at once is probably gonna cause some wind. Yeah, maybe. a huge. Yeah, imagine you're standing in a field. Suddenly, a huge gale as two huge flocks of Storavia 
collide in the air. I was picturing a huge uh, gale from Bob's Burgers, uh, but yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> That's uh. That, that took me a second. <laughs> oh boy. Oh geez. Um, well, that's Staravia. Yeah. Uh, it's, I was hoping there'd be really more... Not really that much difference between Staravia and Starly. Like, all of these entries could have described Starly as well. Yeah, it's it's more or less the same, and it's less cute and more angsty, so... No commentary upon the hair, oh. which is disappointing. Yeah, like, does it... We need more entries. Maybe you can, like, sense the location of bugs from its hair curl or something... I mean, maybe. We'll never know. Yeah, they don't tell us. I have to assume that it is just for show. Because <laughs> I've been given no information to the contrary. Maybe Staravia with like more pronounced head curls are more attractive to mates or something. Uh, maybe they can catch a caterpie in the curl and carry it away so they can get like two in each Two in each talon, one in the beak, and then one in your head. And, uh, <laughs> Just maximum. stash it in that in that hook up there. Uh, yeah, we 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 don't know. It's, we have I have to guess because um, they won't tell us. But presumably yeah. it's just a just a weird feather. I feel like Staravia and Starly. The Starly evolution chain is is one that the Pokemon uh, designers kind of <laughs> lost interest in and abandoned a little bit. It was yeah. like at some point they were like, "We got to make some hard choices about who who gets entries and who's going to appear in the next game." And uh, and this sorry, one's, Starly. This one's just a bird. You guys are jerks. We're not letting you in our game. <laughs> you fight too much. You're too noisy. Oh. Poor, poor Staravia. I mean, it gets a. Uh... Gash uses it in the anime. I think he uses most of the starter bird Pokemon that show up every generation. But so it got kind of a spotlight there. But I think that's that's the most anyone's going to see of it, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Let's let's scale it out. Um, I uh, maybe up a point each from like Starly. I mean, I don't even know if it's more deadly. Like it. It sounds like it's yeah, less no. deadly. If anything, I, I like I'm saying it seems it seems the same. Yeah. The only thing that we got was like separate flocks will form and fight each other rather than bickering within just one individual flock, which makes me think like maybe we could up the points because that sounds more dangerous. Maybe Mm -hmm. kind of, I don't know. And more human, honestly. And more human. Yeah. So why don't we, why don't we bump up the humanity to four just because of our continued interest in its (laughs) Twitter metaphor and, uh, danger. It was, uh, Wait. Was it two or three for Starly? I didn't. I, I wrote this in the wrong order. Humanity, four. It was a two for Starly. Yeah. I could I could do a three. Yeah. Yeah. The, that makes sense. The, the, the inter-flock clashing, I think, is what, what pushes it over the edge for me. Yeah. To give it an extra point in each. 
Very curious to see if these will spike, though, with uh, Staraptor. Although I'm sure yeah. something will spike in particular. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, like the inclusion of the word raptor in its name makes yeah. me think like it's going to be like a hawk or something, you know? Yeah. It's not going to be in flocks anymore. It's going to be a we'll cool bird. It doesn't need any friends. I don't know what... I don't know where that's going to take our uh, social media metaphor, but... Uh, I guess we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, I'm not tempted to evolve my Starly. I I don't think. Yeah, I do. I do think I prefer. I don't know. The little hairdo is real dumb, and I like it. That is, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I do, and I do like the the adolescent. Uh, middle middle stage as usual, but Starly's real dang cute. So true. Yeah, true facts. It's a it's a tough one. It's a tough choice. I guess. Uh, yeah, we need all the deets. Maybe Staraptor will be worth it for the the journey. Right. The giving up of the Starly for for the Staraptor. Yeah. Um. Send us an email, gobeyondtheball at gmail.com. <laughs> do you evolve Starly, or do you let it bask in its cuteness forever? That is that is a, a, a big problem for me. There are a lot of Pokemon that I do not prefer the evolved version. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they, they definitely incentivize you to evolve them in the games, yeah, which makes me always want definitely. to. But lately, the way I've been playing the Pokemon games is how I want to play rather than how I should play. What would be most advantageous. Yeah. That's worked better. Um, but yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh, tell a friend about it. Write a, write a review about it. If the, if the inspiration strikes you. Mm. Um, and, you know, join us next time when we talk about Staravia's final evolution, Staraptor. Which I'm tempted to just kind of edit in like a Jurassic Park raptor cry there. (laughs) That would be uh, unfaithful to the dignity of our podcast, which I hold in very high esteem. (laughs) Um, But yeah, thanks for listening again. Thank you to Pokemon.com pokemondb.net for their useful info we gather from and shucks uh, we'll see you next time my name is Brayden my name is Will go beyond the ball <laughs> <laughs>